This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Friday, a meet Friday at that. And in case you're wondering, I just checked on the Traeger Grills, roasted leg of lamb, oysters, Rockefeller, and watermelon and arugula salad. All together now, who has it better than we do? Nobody. That's what I like to hear. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. We've touched on a variety of things. Celtics look dominating last night. Warriors and the Mavs game two coming up tonight. Saban, Jimbo, Dion all have the day yesterday. The SEC says we're going to reprimand you. That's enough. So stop talking about this. And uh, apparently everybody has. We reached out to the coaches and uh, nobody is talking today. Poll question from uh, hour two. And does it leak over to hour three, Seton? Yeah, Dan, right now we still have up there uh, who won Ooh. yesterday after all the news, all the college football hubbub, oh, if you will. okay. Uh, and right now it's it's still very close. It's 43% of the audience say Dion, but a, four, uh, another 39% still like Jimbo. Yeah, I, I think they probably look at this and the fact that Jimbo Fisher took on Nick Saban and said what he's probably been feeling for a long time. And then Dion comes in and just says, hey, you guys better be careful. You don't want to bring me into this because I know the bags that have been handed out. I know guys who've been paid. I know how this works. You know, everybody is all in on it because if you're in the coaching community, you're not going to turn in another coach and say he cheats because chances are you cheat as well. And if you're a player, former player, you're not going to rat out anybody because you got paid. You want everybody else to get paid. National, National Dog Rescue Day. Today at DanPatrick.com, 20% off all of our dog treats there. Also, new T-shirts, 
Go to danpatrick.com. Our stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Now, Alabama and Texas A&M were uh, the big topic of conversation yesterday. Alabama's dominated the transfer portal. I was told by a source yesterday, you know, Alabama's got three players coming in from the transfer portal who will play in the NFL. So they, they lead the league. They lead the nation when it comes to transfer portal of who they want to get. But Lincoln Riley has turned USC into a pretty hot commodity here. And it's thanks to the transfer portal. The Trojans landed two former five-star recruits. They got uh, Caleb Williams and Mike Williams. Earlier this offseason, yesterday, USC added the Bolitnikoff winner, best receiver in the country, Jordan Addison, former Pitt Panther, caught over 100 balls last season, 17 touchdowns. Jerry Rice's son is transferring into USC. When Riley took the job at USC, it was obvious the program would improve. But with the addition of the transfer portal, name, image, and likeness, USC has turned its roster around and turned it into one of the best in the nation. And Riley has produced two Heisman-winning quarterbacks. Now his offense is loaded. Five-star receivers. Historically, it takes a new coach with a, uh, a roster like this a couple of years to turn things around. But name, image, and likeness in the transfer portal, the way that trends, uh, we should get used to one-year turnarounds. And you certainly have that with USC. Uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Jeff in Buffalo leads us off. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Hey, Jeff. Hello. Hey, Jeff. Hi, how you doing, Dan? Good. Turn down your radio. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm going to hit the button. Um, I guess I should give you 6'2", 195, 45-inch, 10.5-inch uh, hands. All right. Uh, uh, which brings me to the question. Uh, you've talked to Adam Silver about handling the ball and yo-yoing the ball and palming the ball. And I, I thought about what you're talking about today about Bob Cousy and how he couldn't play today. If Bob Cousy was allowed to handle the ball the way they can handle it today, the way John Moran can handle it today, he'd be fantastic because he already had the wizardry and the sight and the peripheral. If he could do what they can do today, be wonderful. Well, I, I don't know that. I only know how good he was when he played. And he played for greatest coach of all time, Red Arbach. He played with the greatest winner of all time and Bill Russell. So he was doing something right. And he played in an era where he faced Oscar, Jerry West, not on a night-in-and-night-out basis, but he played against good competition. But I think when we – this is where we always run that risk of – let me talk about my generation or today's player. Okay, there's going to be room in today's game, like there was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, for players who know how to play the game. And that is seeing the angles, understanding the game. Like Magic understood the angles of the game. Jordan understood the angles. Bird understood the angles of the game. How to move without the ball. And instead of just having athleticism, you can get – caught up on athleticism, and it, it never fails. I'd go to a playground, pickup game, there'd always be a guy, and you'd go, oh, my God, that guy can jump. And then you'd play, and you'd go, oh, he can jump, that's it. Like, you want guys who understand how to play the game. And Bob Cousy knew how to play the game. Jerry West knew how to play the game. Oscar knew how to play the game. 
We get caught up in, well, how would they do nowadays? Jerry West and Oscar would still be great players, in my opinion. Bill Russell would be a different player. Wilt would be a different player. Bob Cousy would have to be a different player. He'd have to have an ability to be able to get his shot off, uh, but he was a wonderful passer. And, and you can never take that away from him. He was a wonderful passer. And that's hard to find in the history of the game. He found the open man. They played basketball the right way, unselfish, every one of them on that team. That's why you had more Hall of Famers playing on the Celtics on one team. I think they had eight guys at one point from one team who went to the Hall of Fame. Was basketball different back then? Yes, it was. But you would evolve. Like if I played basketball today, let's say I was playing in high school, it would be completely different. I'd be allowed to shoot three-pointers. Back when I played, we were told to get it inside. Or to be specific, my coach would say, Danny, Danny, what's the rule? And I go, get it inside. And then I'd get it inside to a guy who was a couple inches shorter than me, but that's what coach wanted. Get it inside. I go, okay, throw it in. Throw it into Tom Spath. There you go, Tom. Go to work on the low block. But the game has changed. Yes, yes, Mark. How many times did you roll your eyes every time you had to pass oh, the ball in there? No, you had to be careful because he was waiting, waiting for you to. I rolled my eyes one time. My sophomore year, I, uh, my dad had traveled through snowstorms and, you know, he wanted to see me play. And I'm off to a great start. I'm like, all right, killing it. And the coach goes, um, I need you to sit down. And I went, why? And, and, I, and he said, shower. I go, what? This first quarter. Coach told me to shower. So I had to make it seem like I lost my contact lens. And I went downstairs into the locker room. And I had to stay down there for the first half. My dad doesn't know what's happened. He's traveled from who knows where just to see me play. And I rolled my eyes at my coach. And at halftime, he says to the team, are we going to allow him to come back and be on the bench? I didn't get to play second half. So I got to sit on the bench for the entire second half. Yeah, Mark. If this was 2022, you and your dad would have transferred somewhere else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would have gotten in that transfer portal. New AAU team. I don't know if there was AAU back then. Absolutely. New team. Yeah, but I I would have done that. I would have got my name, image, and likeness, and uh, I would have made $115, Yeah, Paul. Do you think there's some players from kind of the before t- the television era that might thrive more today, specifically Pete Maravich with his outside shooting? He would have the complete green light. Even, even a guy like Reggie Miller. I think if Reggie Miller were 20 years younger and he played in the NBA, he would be completely green lit to take 10 threes a game. Yeah, you look at Maravich with what he did in the early 70s, and nobody was doing that. And, and he was doing it against two of the greatest defensive guards of all time, Walt Frazier and Jerry West. And he famously put up 68 points on the Knicks, a team that had Walt Frazier, and no three-point shot. So there are certain players that would have benefited from playing in today's game. Also, how the game is played now, if you played 30, 40, 50 years ago, you would have gotten roughed up. You know, you, you make a couple of baskets, then you would have been on, on your butt. I mean, that's just the way the game was played. 
we'll always go back and forth on this, but I do think you need to have a cutoff of 1980. In 1980 on, you want to rank your players. And, and prior to that, if you want to have a top 75 from those who played up to 1980, I'm fine with that. I just want to celebrate these players instead of let's criticize them. Bob Cousy couldn't play today. Okay. Couldn't play today. I'm going to guess Bob Cousy would have learned how to play today. He would learn to be a better shooter. He would learn to be a guy who uses his left hand. But he had the ability that not many players have, and that is the ability to pass the ball, to find the open man. And do it. He did it with flair. Yeah, Paul. I'm looking at a picture of Bob Cousy. When he's 35, he looks like he's about 57 years old because he looks like a normal person of his era. You know, like his hair is receding. Yeah. yeah there's gray on the sides. He hasn't done anything to it. <laughs> he looks like a normal man in the 1950s and 60s. And then he coached the Cincinnati Royals. And that's when I think the New York Knicks had won 18 in a row and, or 17 in a row. And Bob Cousy put himself in the game and the Knicks took advantage of him. And uh, the Royals, the Knicks beat the Royals that night. Cincinnati. Had Oscar Robertson back then. Yeah, I, I've, I've watched enough of basketball. There's just certain players who could play. Like John Havlicek could play today. And if you watched him play back when he played, you'd go, yeah, he doesn't do anything special. He can't run. He can't jump. I mean, he's not quick. Stole that ball, though. Yes. Havlicek! Stole that one. Yeah, I know. But Havelcheck knew how to play the game. I think if you check, Havelcheck, I think, separated his shoulder, his right shoulder in the playoffs, and he played left-handed. And I think he scored like 18 points. And, and this is against good competition. This isn't against plumbers and firemen, as J.J. Reddick would point out. He'd be out six to eight months these yes, days. Yes, he would. There was no load management back then. You know, the load was, how much do you want me to carry? No, Elgin Baylor is as athletic as anybody I've ever seen play the game. But not many people saw him play. You know, Wilt, Wilt was a track star, uh, started beach volleyball. He was an unbelievable player and, and ahead of his time. I'm assuming they would evolve as athletes. Yes, Mark. I couldn't imagine Wilt Chamberlain like, hey, get in the gym and just like work out. And just do some arm curls. He looked massive. Oh, then. he was. He was jacked. You know, he was seven feet, whatever, one and two seventy-five. But he, he, it was like David Robinson, where you go, man, that guy is jacked. And like, what was his diet? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> never. <laughs> sorry, he had a steady diet. That's for, <laughs> for sure. That's for sure. And a steady <laughs> diet of something there. He didn't have time for the dinner. No, <laughs> never had a full meal. No. Oh dear. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what a legend. Yeah. Dave in Arkansas. Dave, thanks for holding what's on your mind today. They call me Pittsburgh <laughs> Dave, and I need a lot of help right now, but that's not what I'm calling about. We've got to give a shout out. We lost the great Greek musician Van Gellis yesterday. Of course, he gave us the great music for Chariots of Fire and Blade Runner. But he also gave us one of the early Sports Center theme songs, Polestar. Dan, I'm sure you remember it back in the day. But why are there so many blowouts in the NBA playoffs right now? What is going on? Well, everybody is reliant on the three. If you make the three, 
and then you're facing somebody who doesn't make the three, you're going to blow them out. And Boston made their shots. I mean, Miami, Miami, everything has to go right for Miami to win this series. They, they don't have the offensive firepower. And, and that's where they're going to have to rely. They got to play better defense. But, you know, Boston has got player. Jalen Brown is a good player. Not, he's not Jason Tatum. Mark is smart when he's making his shots. He's, so the defensive player of the year is making his shots. You're in trouble. Grant Williams making his shots. You're in trouble. Miami doesn't have the offensive firepower. By the way, after the first jewel of the Triple Crown, the stakes only get higher. The run for the Black-Eyed Susans. The 147th Preakness Stakes, Saturday, 4 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Got PGA leaderboard update. By the way, we reached out to Lane Kiffin. We figured, let's bring Kiffin into the deep end of the pool with Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. Uh, Lane Kiffin said he wasn't allowed to come on the show the uh, SEC commissioner said you're not allowed to talk about this. I appreciate him at least responding to us. I'm not sure why he told us that he's not allowed to come on the show, but uh, we appreciate Yes, Todd. Come on. No, I got the impression he was interested in coming on, but the only reason he's not joining you is because he was banned from doing so. All right. Uh, leaderboard. Paulie? Uh, I got Rory McIlroy five under. He has not teed off yet. Justin Thomas got a couple birdies. He's four. There's about four dudes at four under. Justin Thomas is up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's those not too big a name so far. And if Tiger, like, did Tiger get hurt yesterday? Because if you can't push off, then don't play. I got, we, we loved seeing you at Augusta, but like, when did this happen? And he didn't play well. But, you know, was he playing okay on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday in practice rounds? Like, what happened? And, but at some point you just say, you know what, it's not worth it. I shouldn't be out here playing if, if you're in that much pain. And it looked like he was in a lot of pain yesterday. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk to Jim Sonefeld. He is the drummer for Hootie and the Blowfish. Known him a long time. He's got a book out. And it deals with a lot of the stuff that I was around but didn't realize, that Sony's an alcoholic and was an addict as well. Turned his life around, got remarried, uh, and I just thought sort of that spiritual journey that he's been on would be something that would be beneficial to people or eye-opening. Because it, at one point, Hootie and the Blowfish was the biggest band in the world. Back in the 90s, they had a run. And I remember being around them, and I didn't realize that Sony would go back to his room and basically clear out the minibar. Um, and I, I think I just got to know him the last couple of years talking to him after all of those other years I'd been around him, and I didn't really know him. And I just thought this book um, is very important to him, the story that he's telling, and I thought it would be great to uh, let this audience in on that go backstage with uh, Sony, the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish. We'll take a break. We'll do that right after this Dan Patrick show. Every week we talk about our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards of the DP show, but also we invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. One of a kind digital cards there available in packs or at Panini's public auctions on the site. Find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, and these are the official products from the NFL, NBA, UFC, French Soccer League. Something for everybody there. 
Panini NFT trading cards give collectors the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts from every base pack. And in honor of the playoffs, look out for Panini's latest NFT release at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. You're going to be able to uh, check Panini with the great NFT packs, and uh, you're able to rip those while you watch the games, and you'll find these at the uh, Panini Marketplace. PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. The official trading cards uh, and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The compact GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble and ready-for-anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle at MBUSA.com. MBUSA.com. More phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. The book is Swimming with the Blowfish. Hootie, healing, and one hell of a ride. Jim Sonnefeld, Hootie and the Blowfish drummer, songwriter, the book comes out next month, and Sony joins us on the program. Why write a book? <laughs> I was feeling dangerous. I uh, Honestly, I think being an old guy, I wanted to see if there was something meaningful in my life, and I thought there was, that I could share that might help some other people, maybe help them understand the trials and tribulations and glories and victories of being in a big rock band, but more so to tell about how I got to that place, how my bandmates to some degree got to that place. And, and then also sort of expose some of the, the downfalls that can happen in that life of entertainment, which I, which I personally fell into in a uh, deep way, but uh, I got lucky too. The, the, the story, if you will, has a nice ending. It has a nice, it was wrapped up in a nice bow by the fact that we got to have a huge reunion tour in 2019 to affirm, uh, yeah, that there were people out there that still had some love for Hootie. When did you know you were in trouble? I had a chance to uh, accept what was troublesome in the early 2000s. I heard a few uh, crew members some guys, which you know personally, they were behind a curtain. They didn't know I was on the other side of the curtain. And they were talking about someone that they were worried about. Uh, this guy's partying really hard. He's prone to some uh, uh, temperament. He's has these violent outbursts where he's hanging out with weird people. And I literally thought, huh, I need to find out who they're talking about because I'm one of the four bosses here. I employ all these people. And I got close to that curtain when they said, yeah, we just don't know who's going to be the one that's going to have to talk to Sony about his problem. And I was devastated. I literally could not believe they were talking about me. The worry, the anxiety was about me. They were worried. And, and so what did I do? I had all the information I needed to say, man, this is great. You guys are right. My life is careening out of control, but no, I'm a real addict. I dove into, I need to hide it better. I need to figure a way out that they're not going to be worried and uh, but still do my drinking, still do my drugs, still hang out with whoever I wanted to. So that was my chance. I suffered for about four more years after that before I came to reality. But you don't know what you're looking for. You know, those on the outside, I didn't know. Like you hit it pretty well. And I was around the band for a long time. A lot of those tour stops. And I remember one time in Boston, and I said to Mark, the lead guitar player, and then Darius, the lead singer, I said, where's Sony? And they go, back in his room. And I never, under I didn't know what that meant. I thought, oh, well, good for him. Like, he's not at the bar. I thought, maybe you're just boring. 
And then I, I remember pressing those guys a little bit, and they say, no, he goes back there and he drinks out of the mini bar. Was that accurate? Absolutely. When someone who's sick in the thinking I was and the actions I was, if there wasn't people to participate with me, if I couldn't get the circus uh, revved up around me, or I didn't like what it looked like because I was doing things that I wasn't supposed to be doing, there's always a hotel room. There's always isolation. And, uh, you know, I had the, the either benefit or curse. I don't know how you look at it, but I could be the crazy guy in Boston or the isolated guy. Because the fact is, in 24 hours, I was going to be in a different town, USA, and then another town, and then another town. So my worries or my uh, path of carnage, I was able to leave it behind night after night after night, thinking I'd escaped any consequences until they all caught up with me. But also, you, at some point, do you embrace the lifestyle or does the lifestyle embrace you? Or maybe it starts out that you embrace it and then it, you realize that it's got the hold on you, not the other way around. I was very flexible, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I was willing to wear different masks. I was willing to uh, do anything to you know, uh, fall into the lifestyle or fall away from it if I could successfully do what I wanted to do, which was mainly get a drink up to my mouth or find something to help me stay awake to get to drink longer. And so, yeah, I mean, I, camouflage is, is an alcoholic's sort of uh, trick. And so if I could camouflage, become slightly different for different people, I would do that. Very unhealthy, though, in the end. Did you drink? Were you drunk on stage? I never entered drunk. And I, you know, again, an addict or, or someone that suffers in, in the way I do, we're not necessarily stupid or, or uh, even misled. Uh, or we don't, it's not like we lack self-will. I'll do whatever I can to, to succeed in, in not getting caught, but getting what I need. So no, enter the stage like you've done with us before. Shot a Jaeger, shot a beam. You get on there clean. It's a lot of focus. It's a lot of, you want to be clean. Uh, and that just began, that was like my, my ramp into oblivion. So by the end of the show, I'd have a good buzz going, but what looks better from the audience than a bunch of guys that are out there really letting it, letting it go, sweating, having fun, doesn't look scripted. And ours was never scripted. You know, that's, that's a good way to do two hours. And as the son of an alcoholic, I know that you guys are very good at hiding things, or at least you think you are until you're not. And then everybody notices what you think they're not noticing. I just wonder like the interventions, how many times did people try to kind of grab you and say, dude, you know, you're giving it all away. Oh goodness. There's nothing worse than, than having an intervention, even by people that love you. There's uh, when you feel the walls closing in and you know the talk is coming, <laughs> you squirm, you know. And for the last few years, I knew uh, as my consequences became a little more public, at least in our group, I knew they were coming. And uh, most of them, I think, done with love. Uh, but deny, deny, deny is sort of the game, I'm okay, or I'm, I'm working on that. And the book tells as much how different band members uh, in their love and worry uh, spoke to me. And it, was, it wasn't until my last intervention that came from a little bit of a, a place I wasn't expecting that 
actually made me think a little deeply and I was sober a month later. Wildest bands you toured with. (laughs) You know, the, not that I even saw them in action, but I saw the results of their actions and it was Van Halen because (laughs) we got on this crazy tour that uh, a couple of festivals in Germany, we were the only not hard rock band. And we were, of course, it was a big 10 hour festival. We were probably the second band playing to a few people in Munich stadium. Hey, it's like 90% empty. It's glory. Hold my hand. (laughs) So, we, get, we share a big backstage with all these other hard rock bands, including Van Halen. And I'm thrilled. This is my entrance into hard rock was Van Halen in high school. So I see them in their trailer and here's Eddie walking out from his trailer and he's a little gimpy and he's a little slow. I'm like, what's up with him? And as he gets to the bottom and out comes a cane. I'm like, whoa, that's not good. He's got a cane. Right behind him is Alex, his brother, the drummer, a hero of mine. And he's looking this way when he gets out, and then he looks this way. I'm like, why is he physically looking so weird? He gets closer, he's got a huge neck brace. So here's like two guys looking like they just walked out of a uh, war zone, and they're supposed to be my heavy metal heroes. I'm like, is that what I'm in for? Is that where I'm going? Because this was only the mid to late 90s. I was still partying without as many consequences. But I thought, if that's the end game here, I got to get some new health insurance. Also, when they think of Hootie and the Blowfish, they always think, well, you guys are just nice guys and never part. When I would tell people, I said, those guys can get after it. And they're like, no, they can't. Like, what do you guys have, like light beer or something? I go, no, I, I don't think so. I think there's some other things going on here. Uh, I mean, nice. you're not Motley Crue, but, you know, felt like you guys got after it. Um, maybe more than, you know, America thought. Nice guys can get out of control too. And nice guys can live out on the edge and even have some consequences. I don't know, honestly, how we escaped the headlines. We were probably a little lucky, if anything, that way, where some of our actions didn't end up on the front page or uh, there wasn't a bust up uh, or anything happening. It's a little lucky, honestly. We pre- predated cell phones, so there wasn't a bunch of people when yeah. we were at night taking pictures backstage. That would have been a whole different story. So we're yeah, a little lucky, if anything. He's Jim Sonefeld, the uh, drummer for Hootie and the Blowfish. The book comes out next month, Swimming with the Blowfish, Hootie Healing and One Hell of a Ride. Um, what, do you remember the day you became famous? <laughs> the band? In my mind? <laughs> Oh, you know, the day I had an inkling that things were happening was probably sitting on the stage late night with David Letterman. It was a place where I said, oh, wait, we're being beamed into the living rooms of millions of people with our little song, Hold My Hand. This is, and I was nervy. I saw the red lights saying record coming on. And I was, and I talk about this in the book, to be sitting on that stage where the Beatles sat and the, the year of my birth, 1964, was like stupendous. And I sensed like this is this could take us to a place we've never, ever gone. Um, and it did. That was the that was the turn where uh, you go from playing clubs and theaters to millions of homes. You, you can't deny, as uh, you like to say, you can't deny us. Uh, and it worked. They liked the song. 
radio stations played it. People supported us. We did great videos. Thank you, Dan. And yeah, and and Sony Road hold my hand just to let everybody know. I mean, you you did change the lives of those guys. And without that song, I don't. There might be Hootie and the Blowfish, but there wouldn't be Hootie and the Blowfish worldwide. <laughs> it's always it's always good to come into a audition for a band with something in your back pocket. I'm not going to arrive empty-handed. So I had been writing songs for a few years, none of it worth anything. I, I was the king of writing songs that weren't great, that weren't working, that weren't catchy until one day it was with three chords. And yeah, I arrived to my audition with the band uh, sort of, here's this, here's this tune. What do you guys think? Meekly, I wasn't trying to play them, but I honestly hadn't played it for anybody else. So I didn't know if it was uh, going to be a great song. And they, they looked at each other like, okay, you can stay. <laughs> um, and, and you, you found somebody uh, who helped you here. Uh, so the former wife of lead guitar player, Mark is your wife. And I, I like, I, I was never bored when I was around you guys, they'd go, uh, Oh, you know what's happening now? And I go, what? And then it'd be, you know, this over here, this over here, this over. I go, wait, wait, Sony is dating Mark's Y, X, Y. Yeah, yeah. And I remember talking to you about it and go, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. But she helped save you and maybe vice versa through all of this. Well, certainly. I mean, we, we may look normal on the outside, but if you ever look behind the curtain, you know, Dan, you stood at my first wedding. And, and, and the twists that come are not always in the headlines, but there's nothing weirder than what we've managed to do with my uh, and Laura's marriage 14 years now to be successful as parents, all of us, exes and Laura and I with five kids. It's It's been a victory, but uh, one nobody saw coming. Uh, yeah, certainly it's a great twist for the book to see an ending uh, that is you never see coming. Laura, in fact, was the one I talk about my last intervention being the one that was the only one that made me think. And it was Laura, then Laura Bryan, that gave me that intervention. And it's because she came to it from a way that she wasn't demanding answers. She wasn't doing what a lot of interventions end up doing, which is telling me how bad my actions are, how I got to get my junk together, how I am disappointing so many people. I knew that, but she asked it in a different way saying, do you value yourself? Do you want something better for you in your life and your family? And she, after that intervention, uh, I walked away thinking, and it took me about 30 or 40 more drunks to go, I do value my life. In fact, if I don't start value, valuing it with an action, I'm gonna be dead in a few weeks because my alcohol and drug intake was very high. I just happened to be playing it off better than the most, the average alcoholic. Pretty amazing. I mentioned this earlier in the show that I've known you so long, but I didn't really know you until <laughs> probably the last two years. I feel like I, I, I know you now, whereas before you were just the drummer in the band. And I just always had a good time every time I saw you. But I don't know if I ever invested in you because I don't know if you allowed people to invest in you because you kind of had that mask on. When it gets dark and my life was getting dark due to my... Uh, substance abuse, you're in the dark. I, I'm not wanting to shine for other people. I want to be isolated. And I became 
isolated. And yeah, it was a different thing from when we were first hanging out, you know, playing basketball backstage as young men, probably in our thirties, you know, shirts off and, and there wasn't a worry in the world. You know, it's, if you fast forward, let's see whatever that was 95 to 2005, there's, there's what 10 years can do to change your life. And, and, I look back with fondness on the whole trip. Honestly, the, the book talks about the darkness, but I also wanted to celebrate the joy, the fact that though we worked hard, we never could have seen what was coming ahead of time. And uh, our lives changed and our children's lives changed as well uh, forever. So uh, I want to And I remember a- when we were in Glasgow, because I went to London, Scotland, uh, Ireland, and uh, it was underground. I don't know how many people there, a couple of thousand. Yeah. But uh, Sony would always take his shirt off when he was drumming. And then I made sure I caught his attention on the side of the stage and I had my shirt off with my, my white khakis and uh, had some good times. <laughs> some good times. You know, where, where were the video cameras? That was that? my 40th birthday. And my wife said, yes, go on tour with Hootie and the Blowfish. Well, then you're a lot older than I thought, Dan. I yes, thought, I am. I we were... Yeah. No, you look a lot older than I do, but you've done more damage to your body, Sony. <laughs> you ought to see the inside. Dude. <laughs> no, on. that's not pretty. Um, good luck with the book. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys back on, on the road one of these days. Sony has a uh, latest single called It's Good to Get Back. Where's that available? Spotify or any of your streaming channels. Uh, check it out. It's good old rock and roll. Thank you, buddy. God bless you. That's Sony, uh, Jim Sonefeld, Hootie and the Blowfish. Swimming with the Blowfish, Hootie Healing, and One Hell of a Ride comes out next month. Close-up shop after this. Mike check. Mike check. check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. You'll see the Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Close-up shop as we always do. Friday, Arcade Fire goes out to the great folks in Buffalo, New York. Certainly what they've endured this past week. Last call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store on Monday. Uh, we didn't make our PGA picks yesterday. Mine was Xander Shoffley, and uh, and I'll stay with that. But uh, I don't know. We didn't make it publicly. Fritzy says he'll take Rory McIlroy. That's gutsy on your part there. I also have a good feeling about Cantlay. Patrick Cantlay? It's not a great name if you're trying to make it with the women, but I always liked Patrick Cantlay. <laughs> but he's trying. He's gotten better, but he just can't quite get there. Wow. Uh, anybody else want to make a pet, uh, pick here, even though we don't have anything on this? Uh, Marv, you want to take a shot at any uh, golfer here? Oh, as a matter of fact, I don't, especially since I only know like four. Okay. Well, go ahead. Pick one of the four. Take Tiger. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to say Brooks Kepka since Brooks I know him. Kepka. You know him? No, I don't know him. I know who oh, he you, is. Oh, you know. Okay. Yes. Uh, Seton O'Connor. You know what? I just got a feeling about Rory. Do you? I do. I just, I don't know what it is. Something just in my, I just got a hunch that okay. m- it might be Rory. Okay. 
Paulie? <laughs> I want to go off the board just to make it interesting. Uh, it's been a while since Jason Day has been anywhere mm. on a high leaderboard. Mm. I'll go Jason Day. Okay. Right. Final results of the poll question. 40%, Dan. He, uh, uh, Dion dominated the day, actually okay. by closer to 45%. Yeah. Big I, winner yesterday. I thought Dion had a, a really good day yesterday. And he says that he wants to talk to Nick Saban, not privately, because he said, you can't call me out publicly and then want to apologize privately. Um, he came off as the grown-up in the room. Uh, going back to uh, Sony, who wrote Hold My Hand for Hooting the Blowfish, They're, they were embraced, and then all of a sudden it felt like America turned on them. That uh, you get too big too fast. And, uh, you know, there were bumper stickers, honk if you hate Hootie. And the guys were like, we didn't do anything. Like, you guys made us popular. We just play music. But they came out with that one song, and that, that really changed their lives. Yeah, Marv. But doesn't that seem to happen to any act that gets too big or actor or anything like that, where you get a little bit too big? You know, Taylor Swift's gotten it. Name, name an artist who's gotten really big, and then, you know. Like it took... 15 years to be an overnight sensation? Correct. Yeah, Paulie. I'd compare him to the comedian Dane Cook. He was the biggest thing for about two years, and for some reason, many reasons, but everyone just turned on him. Yeah, I don't. I never understood that. Like, I wasn't a Dane Cook fan, but I, I, I wasn't anti-Dane Cook. But he did have that, uh, like, a window of about two or three years. Yes, Todd? It's kind of a good-looking guy. We like comedians sometimes. You know, we've said it before, overweight or slovenly or looking like they're just going through a rough life and they're complaining. But they have to be funny as well, Todd. And they should have a good set to Okay. Humor. Yes, Mark. But I think that always happens where there's fans of the guy or the band that, you know, before they got big. Oh, I, I like their early stuff. Yeah. Oh, they just got too, too big. Now they're yeah. hotter than fish grease, and well, now people don't like them. Well, I, I would always hear from people who uh, saw Dave Matthews' band in Charlottesville. They'd be like, oh, we saw him when he was in a bar in Charlottesville. And i go, okay. So you can still share him. Yeah, Seaton. Yeah, that Dave Matthews band, I remember a lot of people, I feel like they, right before they hit, they spent a long time touring college campuses, yeah. and every a lot of people saw them there. Same with R.E.M. Yeah. They were a college campus band, a frat band. This day in sports history, Paulie. 1948, Joe DiMaggio hit for the, uh, the cycle for the second time in his career. The 1984, Roger Clemens got his first pitching victory. Nine, 2006, Barry Bonds tied Babe Ruth for second place on the home run list. Mm -hmm. um, NFL announced in 2015 the extra points we kicked from the 15-yard line. Hmm. That was a big deal at the time. Right. Also on this day, in 1930, the University of California dedicated $1,500 in research to the prevention and cure of athlete's foot. Oh, <laughs> I remember it well. We all went like that. Everybody in the room went, oh, uh, athletes. Tough action, ten action. Thank you, Todd. And boom. Uh, Todd, what did you learn today? Dylan did the Traeger <laughs> cooking today. Reportedly doesn't own a pair of socks. I didn't know that. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Phil Mickelson's going to skip the book department for uh, a little while. Probably so. He's going to go down the, uh, the fiction section. Marv, what did you learn? Don't play with Bob Cousy. Cousy can't be stopped. <laughs> Paulie? Mickelson books, plural. 
If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. 1215 podcast coming up later on from the back room, guys. Have a great weekend. One more item. We close out this Friday. It's Link Soul. 13 years ago, our friends at Link Soul started a two-man golf tournament. Now, it's a small gathering of friends looking to have a good time, little competition. Now it's grown. They have events around the country. They have an event in Ireland. It's about socializing, shot making. This week, Link Soul is giving away an all-expense paid trip, and you can be in the tournament. Dan Patrick Show listeners, a guest to Link Soul's hometown event, Goat Hill Park in Oceanside, California. I've been to Oceanside, been to Goat Hill, and I've been to Link Soul's factory there. This is their hometown. This is fun. You get gear, enjoy some golf, and to enter and get rules, visit linksoul.com slash danpatrick. Enter your email address and your name. That's it. There's nothing to buy. Log on, enter today for a chance to live the Link Soul vibe. See what they're all about. Our good friends at Link Soul. Linksoul.com slash danpatrick. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. 
fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 